Welcome back, mother lovers, to a brand new episode of Last Call at McLaren's, the best damn How I Met Your Mother podcast on the internet. I am your host, Josh, here with my best bud, John. How you doing, man? I am hoping that we don't get legal lawsuit from somebody who might actually be better than us. They'll have to prove it. Just saying. I mean, you've got to prove it. You're the one who keeps saying we're the best. <laughs> if but they're going like, to bring a lawsuit, they got to prove it. <laughs> You're like, oh, we've got the best damn podcast for How I Met Your Mother. And I'm like, there's like 13 of them. I mean, hey, I'm very my, grateful. People and are in my to- opinion, it's the best. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is I'm thankful the people that are coming and listening to us. Absolutely. With our slapstick and uh, highball commentary. Yep. And our lots and, and lots of vulgarity. You know, it's how we roll. In this I think that's place. what separates us from everybody else. It's true. And like, we don't care about spoilers. <laughs> I mean, at this point in the game, if you're worried about spoiling a show that's been over for like years. I mean, some of them. Fuck out the game. S- some of them, uh, the other ones don't. Don't do spoilers. You know, future spoilers. Spoiler spoiler. alert. The mother dies. <laughs> Oopsie. It's true. It's very true. Uh, spoiler alert, Brad comes back and he's real buff. Just saying. This is what you get when you come to last call at McLaren's. You get yes. all kinds of insanity. And uh, we're happy to be back for another episode. This is going to be a great one because we are here for season favorite. three, episode nine, Slaps Giving. That's right. Slaps Giving. It's, it's, uh, it's going to be a fantastic one to talk about. It was a fantastic one to rewatch. Uh, yeah. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, there, uh, was something that I realized we didn't do the last two episodes. We wanted to cover that real quick. Uh, we did not do the game the last two episodes. We, we, are, we apologize. We apologize. We, don't we apologize. will. We don't put it in every episode. We didn't well, even do it for I, the entire first season. That's true. That's you. We do um, it when we feel like we're doing it. So don't you people take us for granted. Because <laughs> I'll stop giving it. I'll stop, damn it. He, he will stop. But we will be doing the game in this episode. So you better listen closely. Because when it happens, I hope you're paying attention. Oh, yeah. Because it's going to happen. All right. So, it's like I said, happen. we're getting into Season 3, Episode 9, Slaps Giving. Slaps which originally, originally aired on November 19th of 2007. Ooh. Directed what were you doing mid November in 2007. Do you 2007, remember? Let's see if I travel back in time because I almost <laughs> know what I was doing. I had to think about this today. I had just gone back to college, I had just Correct. gone back to, to, to community. Do you remember college. who you were dating in 2007? I'm trying to think if it was. I still was at this point. No. No, I was not. If you're going to say I... still was, it was one of the two roommates. We were dating the roommates at this point. But I'm trying to think of when her and I started. It would have been right around. Yes, I would have it yeah. would have been right around the time. I just don't remember the exact date. A couple weeks after this. Yeah. Because okay. we made, Sarah and I made <laughs> ourselves official at the end of November. Okay, because I knew it was sometime in November, because I couldn't remember, but I couldn't remember yep. the exact date. So yeah, all right, there it is. I just thought it was kind of a, a neat tidbit where I was like, 
because I, when I was watching the episode, I looked up the air date and I was like, mm. what the fuck was I doing in 2007 around this time? And I was like, oh man, I was starting to try to date Sarah at this point. Yeah. I was, uh, you know, getting busted in cars doing things. You know, you know, <laughs> normal college you stuff. You might have been in a car this night. <laughs> it's very possible. You never know. You never know. Uh, I had a VCR. I could have recorded the episode. Pfft, who knows? All right, folks. Uh, let us know what you guys were doing back in 2007. I'm sure some of you may not have even been born. Probably just, not. I mean, you know, oh, it's very man, possible. Crazy. It's very possible. Uh, and if you are if you if you are young enough to have not been born, sorry, not sorry for all the swearing. <laughs> I mean, just saying. I am who I am. It is labeled as explicit on the podcast. I'm just. I mean, there it is. Uh, and as we see, we have a little guest here. For those of you not watching, you should be watching. There's a uh, a little white kitten has joined us. For some snuggles with her papa. So she recently got a new uh, new pet bed, and it's right Ooh. behind where I record. So yeah. she was like in her bed, and then she like realized that I was sitting here in the chair. So she was blowing at me. Ah. Yeah, give her some love while we recorded. Well, I think the the, the people watching at home will uh, surely enjoy a little stay puff action. <laughs> All right. So this episode was directed by none other than P Fry herself, Pamela yeah, Fry. Yeah. And uh, written by Matt Kuhn, who began writing uh, episodes in season two with the episode Columns. And he goes on okay. to do episodes like Three Days of Snow, uh, Double Date, and Who Wants to Be a Godparent. Uh, and this is, the, this is the one and only slap episode that he wrote, which I thought was sad. You know, he did, to, to me, I think this is the, the best actual slap um, not necessarily the best slap episode, but the best slap that that happens. Uh, but I think it's still a damn good episode. And so it's, I was a little surprised that he didn't go on and do any of the others because, like, the the person who did slap bet um, went on and did the other uh, Robin Sparkles stuff. Yeah, you know, did Sandcastles and did the uh, the Space Teens episode. And so, like, I was like. I was a little surprised when I saw that, uh, but you know, it is what it is. But I did find out something pretty interesting about Matt Coon that I wanted to bring up. He is the writer of Barney's blog. Oh, no way. Yeah. And okay. he, and he wrote the playbook, the bro code, bro on the go and the bro code for parents. Although like the actual books that, that they released. Okay. That's yeah. actually really cool. Yeah. So I, wow. I thought so that a was, lot of credit goes to him for a lot of the uh, contributes that he's brought to us. Yeah, he yeah, he is probably other than Neil and the and like the creators, probably the person who has shaped the character of Barney the most. You know what I mean? That's fair. Like wow. as far as writers go, I think with like I said, f just from the blog and and the playbook and the bro code, those are major points for for barney and so yeah. i think i thought that was well, really, the blog really cool. for us because it's bonus content at the end of the episode for absolutely so thank you i do i would love to i i tried to see if i i couldn't find him on twitter or anything i was gonna try to like reach out see if we get like an interview with him that would be pretty cool that but, would uh, be really cool let him do a barney's uh, blog with us that'd be awesome um i'm gonna keep on 
you know, seeing if I can find a contact for him. Uh, but uh, until then, folks, you're stuck with us. You know. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The summary for this one. It's Lily and Marshall's first Thanksgiving as a married couple. Barney has to deal with a looming slap. Robin wants to bring her current boyfriend. And Ted and Robin must deal with residual tension since their breakup. You know what the funny thing is, though, is that I love because they talk about the slap in the synopsis. Yeah. uh, And they're like, you know, um, it's looming. He knew this was coming because at the end of one of the episodes, Marshall sends him the link to the countdown. Yeah, it's at the end of the season three premiere. Season two? Oh, no. Yeah, you're right. Season three. Yeah. 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 The end of the season three premiere. It was, I mean, literally, it was just nine episodes ago. Eight episodes. Technically, eight episodes ago because this is episode nine. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so he's known the whole time that it was coming. And he even he even sh- says later on in the episode that he thought it was going to be the next day. So yeah. he he's not sitting here worried at all that, tom- you know, quote unquote, tomorrow or whatever would be the slap. You know well, what I mean? I think part of it has to do with he probably wasn't <clears throat> expected to getting slapped on a holiday. That, that, that is probably the biggest because, yeah, the biggest shock part of it. Is that that's not the day he was prepared for? Uh, but, I, yeah, yeah. So let, we will get into it now. Uh, episode starts off eight months ago. <laughs> Future Ted is telling the kids uh, about an inside joke that he and Robin shared. Uh, it's the whole uh, general knowledge, corporal punishment, Colonel stuck in my teeth uh, joke that they do. Um, this is the first time that I think that they do it in the series, but it does pop up several times uh, later on throughout show well and it's crazy cool. too because there are times where i know that they've <laughs> said like general or something yeah. in like the lines of that and they let it go yeah but then there are times where they definitely uh definitely put like emphasis on it mm-hmm. so i'm always kind of like i wonder what the purpose is then if like certain ones will slide but other ones are like meant to be like drawn out yeah i think it's just like it would be too difficult or kind of break the flow of the episode. If every single time one of those popped up, they were forced to say it. You know what I mean? You're not wrong. I mean, yeah. you're, you're correct on that. I didn't think about it that way. That's the only thing I can think of, like for the future episodes, at least past episodes, they probably just hadn't come up with it yet. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> all right. Uh, and so we return to the present Marshall says, uh, you know, he's talking about his new job and he's getting a major pay raise and neither of them say it. Neither of them say it, though. They they nope. kind of just look at each other, you know, as if they want to say it because, the you know, it's showing that the breakup is really taking a toll on their friendship. Um, and, and it really plays out throughout this whole episode. Major toll. <laughs> oh, yeah. Major toll. Major toll. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so future Ted says it's, uh, you know, it's really difficult to be friends with your ex. Uh, you can't be as candid as you once were. And they do the whole, uh, like Ted's telling the story about, uh, this girl, he can see down her shirt and he can see her pierced. Brosnan was the best bond, uh, of all, which, which <laughs> I thought that was a good cover right there. I mean, it's a good cover. Total lie though. Good, we all know it's fucking Sean Connery. That's right, man. And granted, I have not actually seen any of the uh, uh, Daniel Craig, James Bond movies, so I can't judge whether or not da- you know how good Listen, he is. I 
He's Let's not see. in my in my ranking. If you don't <laughs> right now say Sean Connery is the best, James he is Bond the best. Ever, <laughs> I'm just saying. I was gonna say I will fucking <laughs> find a phone number for him. I will call him and Liam Neeson and be like, "Yo, this guy's talking shit about both of you." Because per- pretty sure them, Sean Connery passed away. Then I'm gonna call Liam Neeson and tell him you said taking was a piece of shit. Okay. <laughs> you can tell him and be like, Love actually was better than taken. Get out of here, Liam Neeson. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, yep. I'll be like, my brother says Dark Man is the worst movie ever. I've never seen Dark Man, so I can't de- I can't decide on that. I mean but sure, you can tell him I said that. Go for it. I mean if it's you fine, if you sure find Liam Neeson's phone number. And you get a hold of him, and you don't at least get an interview. I'm gonna be mad. I'm just saying. Uh, all right, so we are gonna keep pushing through, even though I do think Sean Connery is the best. Apparently, Ted's plan was to say it's Pierce Brosnan, uh, and future Ted continues on, you know, saying uh, not just that you can't be candid, but you can also never be alone together. And at that true? moment, do I think that's true? Um, I think when it's that fresh, maybe, you know, because it was not that long ago. You know what I mean? That's they haven't true. been broken up for that long. Um, but, I mean, I have to deal with it all the time. Same. You know, and I had to deal with it literally right after. And most of the time, I did not want to be in the same room with her at all. I couldn't I spend, I spent most of the time in my bedroom because I mean, for those of you who don't know, my ex and I still lived together for a while after, after we split up, you know, yeah, we had, a, we have a kid together. So it was just kind of how it, how it just, went. You just gotta wait but, till she's like washing dishes and you sneak up behind her really quietly. Yeah. You grab her head and force her in the water and watch the bubbles just stop. <laughs> Her wash dishes. You're funny. (laughs) 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 Anywho. uh, (laughs) So uh, suddenly, you know, they're at the bar and stuff and everybody gets up. Barney Uh, leaves and and Marshall goes to pay the bill. Yeah, Billy Billy goes to to the bathroom. bathroom. And they're, you know, they, they find themselves alone together and they, they make excuses to get up and go right there yeah, and there. I love how well fucking Robin's just like, I'm gonna help Lily go pee. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go help Lily pee. Yeah. Uh and so then after the opener, uh, we got Lily. We're back at the bar. Lily comes in with a frozen turkey. And she's excited for this first Thanksgiving as a group. You know, they've never done it as a full group before. <laughs> That's uh, it is. Uh Marshall shares this excitement. But while you know talking about it, he refers to it as slaps giving, just kind of off the cuff, and it catches Barney off guard. And you know, Marshall just kind of acts like he didn't say that. You know, he doesn't know. He essentially is gaslighting Barney. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> which I thought was because like Barney's the one who does that, and oh, so yeah. it's kind of kind of nice to see Barney get a, kind of like a taste of his own medicine for a change. Yeah, I, I didn't say rats. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's then revealed that Robin has a new boyfriend, and his name is Bob. Uh, and she has invited him to dinner. Lily, not happy about this because she does not want some random dude in their holiday photos, 
which I thought was really funny because this exact mentality comes back later on. Yeah. Uh, well, and I thought that the, too. I was, I was yeah. like, is this before or after the name that slut episode? I'm like, this, yeah, is, this, is, a this is before. Yeah. Cause that's season five. I looked it up. It's, it's the season five episode called say cheese. Uh, and which when Ted brings uh, a girl to Lily's 32nd birthday party. <laughs> yeah. Uh, happy and, the, and, and in that episode, Robin sides with Lily about the yep. whole thing. Right. Apparently forgetting about this whole situation here. Yeah. Well, I mean, in all <laughs> fairness though, so did most of the fan base. Yeah. By the time you get from here to season five, you forget that Robin was, had the one-time thing with Bob. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're right. You know, people just weren't thinking about it, you know? Uh, so ro- then Robin goes on to uh, make fun of American Thanksgiving, saying that the real Thanksgiving <laughs> takes place in October. Uh, and she even explains what Canadians, uh, like why Canadians celebrate, uh, you know, in October. Uh, and I never knew this. I had never heard this outside the show, I should say. This is the only place I've ever heard anyone explain it before. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and so, like, I, I I looked it up, and I was like, yeah, apparently this this is a thing. Um, Martin uh, Frobisher's valiant yet unsuccessful attempt to find the Northwest Passage is the way she describes it. Um, the thing, what I found, it says the first Canadian Thanksgiving was reportedly hosted in 1578 by the English explorer Martin Frobisher in what is now uh, called Newfoundland. At the time, Frobisher and his expedition attempted to travel through the Northwest Passage safely. The celebration marked their safe arrival to the New World. The first celebratory meal consisted of a simple but delicious combination of salted beef and mushy peas. Now, I, I know I should have probably paid more attention in school, but isn't the Northwest Passage the thing that leads from, like, Russia to Alaska, it's that like little strip of land. Is that what Maybe? I'm thinking of? It might be. Yeah, I think you might be right. I'm not honestly, I'm not totally Ladies sure. and gentlemen, if you're listening and you are smart about history, please let us know below what the hell the yeah. Northwest Passage is. I'm not so Canadian <laughs> and I'm not and I'm not a geography buff, nor really oh, a yeah. history buff. I was gonna say it wouldn't really be history, it'd be geography. Uh but so. I mean also history. None of those things are really my forte. If you are more educated than I, please feel free (laughs) to comment below and educate me on how much of an idiot I really am. (laughs) Hit us up on uh, at last call, H-I-M-Y-M, on Twitter and Instagram, and let John know. How big of an idiot is he? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just got roasted. (laughs) Boom, roasted. (laughs) And I'll never be back again. (laughs) (laughs) And this was his final episode. Uh, so then we get a recap about the slap bet and the first two slaps. Although, um, I noticed, I don't know if you, if you caught this, uh, on the Hulu version, the first slap that they show isn't actually the first slap. It's one of the ones that he did before they made the deal. Yep. It's the one that, that he gets like called out on cause he's wrong. And then, uh, Barney gets to slap him or whatever. Yep. Yeah, so I thought that was interesting. But apparently I was reading uh, on the DVD version, they actually use the correct slap. Oh, no they must, way. They must have changed it uh, at some point. So I thought that was kind of neat. I didn't – I, I should have popped I – I have the DVD. I didn't pop it in. 
literally right here next to me. How I Met Your Mother, Ooh. folks. Complete series. Get it on Amazon. We are not sponsored, by the way. Hopefully, maybe one day. <laughs> we don't do uh, sponsors. <laughs> only Snapple. <laughs> uh, we also get to see the, uh, the slap countdown scene from the end of the season three premiere to kind of, yes. you know, give everybody a refresh, remind them that this is the thing that happened. You know, I mean, I thought it was a really <laughs> clever little thing, though, because yeah. I mean, it existed in real mm-hmm. time. Yeah. And it and it got everybody excited. Be like, oh, shit. Yes, there's going to be in just like a couple of months. There's going to be another slap. We're, you know, we're waiting for it. You know, hell uh, yeah, it, it, it it's almost like the opposite of what he wanted for Barney, because like. He did it for Barney because he wanted him to freak out for the next two months. But for us, it just got us excited waiting for that episode to come out. Yo, it got us pumped. Oh, yeah. Uh, So Barney thinks that the countdown ends on the day after Thanksgiving because apparently he doesn't realize that there are 31 days in October, not 30. And we get a flashback. 31 days in March. Yes. Yeah, they were arguing about that. Yeah, he apparently has problems with months. Uh, <laughs> so we get a, we get a flashback to the previous year, 2006, uh, October 30th. And Barney walks into the bar dressed as Borat, which I thought was... <laughs> I like his Borat impersonation, though. Yeah. I like your Halloween. It's a very nice. <laughs> it's a very nice. It's also a tomorrow. Yeah. Come back. It's also tomorrow. <laughs> Oh man, he like, throws the little flag down. Ah, oh, damn, that's a good scene. That's the thing. Barney always does great with his Halloween costumes. Oh, always. Yeah, those are some of the best times. You know, I think I think one of my favorite ones has to be, and I know it's like later season, uh, well, later series is uh, it's the episode where he finds out he's like a quarter Canadian. And he shows up at the Halloween party wearing like the boxers outfit mm-hmm. and the Uncle Sam top hat. Yeah, because it's like there's not much to it, but yet it's still just a great fucking costume for him. Yeah, and Robin's and I love how Robin's like, "Oh, you're not cold wearing that." It's almost yeah. as if your ancestors had ad- adapted to a lifestyle of being cold. And he's like, "No." Like, yeah, he he, he just he bur- he roasts himself pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he just you know allows it to happen. Uh, so then Barney tries to get Lily, uh, who you know is the slapback commissioner, to say no to this. Is to to say that there cannot be a slap on Thanksgiving, but instead she agrees to let Marshall slap him on this oh tasty holiday of Thanksgiving. Oh, uh, this joyous of occasions. Yes. I mean, uh, in all fairness, though, 90% of the time, as long as it's not against a lot of shit, she allows a lot of things to happen. It's true. Um, there's only a few times she really steps in and puts her two <laughs> cents down and is like, hey. Like, here, it's a prime example because, like, she's like, listen, the person using their new china for the first time wants to say no, but... I'll allow it. Yeah. And I'm I'll like, I, I would get being torn on that because Marshall's had this up for a while. Barney's knowing. Mm-hmm. And, but I mean, I get it at the same time. And it's, it's not Marshall's fault 
that Barney doesn't know that there are 30 days, yeah. <laughs> or 31 I days mean, in October. That's on him. <laughs> that is completely on him. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, Barney plays it off like he's not you know, worried about it at all. You know, uh, he because he scared. knows he's like, you know, you took all the all the scare out of it because <laughs> now I know when it's going to happen. Uh, and then Bob enters the bar. Uh, we we this is where we learn that he's 41. He's like real fit, good looking guy. Uh, but Ted does not see him that way. He sees Bob as an old man. And this starts Ted's running gag of uh, ragging on Bob for being old. He he does some real funny fucking funny jokes about him being old. I mean, he does. But the thing is, is uh, that I thought was kind of funny was we see young Bob for like maybe 10 seconds. Yeah. And then you don't see young Bob again. You the rest of the time him you again. see him, he's old Bob. Yep. However, that will bring us to the game yeah. for this week, folks. All right. So we're talking about young Bob here. You see him for about 10 seconds, but that is not the only time you've ever seen him in this show. The actor who plays young Bob was also in another episode. What episode was it, folks? I'll even give you a hint. He was a policeman. Ooh. But that's all I'm going to give you. So now, let we'll us know. know if you Google search this. Try to do it without Google. See if you can remember. Best of luck. Yes. Young Bob. <laughs> policeman. Young Bob. What episode <laughs> was he in? <laughs> Hey, remember when we used to work at Dolly General and we codenamed that one guy Bob? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <sighs> and just like Robin and Ted having an inside joke, now there's one up here. <laughs> oh, my God. What uh, up, Bob? What uh, up, Bob? All right. So, get it. Remember, uh, at last call, H I M Y M. Let us know uh, the answer to this week's game. Where right. have you seen young Bob before? Yes. All right. Uh, so Lily says that they are going to go over to Robin's to make some pies because Marshall can't be trusted overnight with the pies in the apartment. Uh, and he says it's because he apparently sleep eats, which is a I real mean, and very delicious uh, problem that he has. I feel like... That's a poor excuse, though, to go to Robin's out of anybody's. Like, why not Barney's? Oh, remember, Barney doesn't have a stove, and they figured that out oh, before. Yeah, well, actually, I don't know if they figured it out yet. No, I don't but think they have because it happens. We've seen Barney's. I think it happened. Oh, you know what? They they figure that out. The episode. It's another Thanksgiving episode when they end up going to. Zoe's. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's that one. It's just a cardboard box. This it's is a big just cardboard the box. display. You're right. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, who else is there? Cause the other three all live in that apartment. That's true. You know, maybe you can give Stuart a call. Like, yo, Stuart, what's up, man? Can we use your Hey, stuff? we're going to come over to you and Claudia's. Let's hang Make out. Make some pie, man. Go back to Jaeger. Yeah, there it is. Intervention uh, hasn't happened at this point yet, which means he's still an alcoholic. It's true. Uh, so Lily says that they'll show up about seven 30. Ted's like, you know, okay, cool. I'll come by about 8, 8.30 just to be safe. Because, you know, he wants to make sure. 
Yeah, he wants to make sure that he's not there with Robin alone. So he's like, I'll show up, you know, get, make sure that you guys have time to get there, and then I'll show up. He gets there at 9.30, and Lily and Marshall aren't there. Not even a little bit. Now, here's the problem that I have with Lily and Marshall. They said they would be there at 7.30. Yep. Yet when Ted gets there at 9.30, Robin says that they just called and said they can't make it. So why didn't they contact him? I mean, why didn't they call two hours ago when they were supposed to be there? Right. Oh, that's a good point, too. You know what I mean? It's just two hours. What is Robin just dicking around being like, where the fuck is everybody? Right. You know what I mean? Like, what? what's actually... I hadn't even like, thought about that. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, I'm just like, uh, they just called? The only thing I can think of is that maybe... Uh, they had called earlier and be like, oh, we're, we're, we're running a little late. You know, we might not be there, you know, at 730. And then maybe they called again, like, we're still running a little late. You know, we'll, we're going to try to get there. And then they finally called. Okay, we're not going to make it. That's the only, but she doesn't say that, obviously. That is true. Um, that's just me trying to come up with an excuse as to why they, you know, to kind of get them off the hook for being dicks. Because <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, that's a dick move, man. That's a very dick move. You're not, call- I mean, you're not wrong. To call two hours late and be like, "Yeah, we're not coming." Yeah. Well, no, we no shit, you're not coming. Our mind, yeah. Uh, but it's, apparently, it's because you know they're they're super busy, and we get this shot of Lily running around like crazy, trying to get everything ready. And the funniest part is Marshall sitting in the chair using one of those hand strengtheners. Yeah, the hand strengthener. <laughs> that was the best part of that. I'm just like, he's just there like this. Just squeezing that thing, getting his hand nice and ready. I mean, like, he's just, like, focused on the TV, though, too. He's just, like. Yep. (laughs) It was a great little little scene for that. Uh, And apparently Bob won't be there because he is at a Green Day concert, which I I was doing my research, and I found uh, a thing that said that apparently in 2007, Green Day didn't didn't tour, didn't do any shows. (laughs) Ah. That's great. <laughs> Which I was like, oh, oh, okay. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't like uh, verify that. To be totally honest with you, um, to, as to whether or not maybe they did do a small show somewhere. I don't know. But according to the wiki page for it, they didn't do any shows. So I'm gonna go with it. So uh, maybe he was banging some chick on the side. I was say, maybe he was out with his other girlfriend, bro. Fuck, yeah. man, you just blew his spot. Yeah, man, he's 41. He's almost, you know, we're almost his age. You know, <laughs> we are almost don't, the Crypt Keeper's dad to Ted. <laughs> don't you ever fucking say that again. I am a spry that. 29 years old. Sure, sure. 29 plus nine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> 29. <laughs> if 22. I dyed my beard so that it wasn't fucking white 90% of it. Oh, I could pull dude. off twenty nine, dude. Speaking like speaking of white hair, man. Every time now that I look in the mirror and I just see how much my hair is becoming salt and pepper, I'm just like, I can't. I, I just I can't pretend that I'm not old anymore. I just yeah. It makes me sad. It makes me. I mean, sad. I know it's hard for you people to stay at home, but like this beard has went from being like a luscious red to it is filling in with all this white hair. And I'm like, oh my god! I remember when I was a ginger beard, and now I'm becoming a Santa beard. Yeah, 
Yep, and I I probably can't see it, but I got a whole lot of whole lot of salt and pepper up in my on my head. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, don't be alarmed. That's just dandruff. <laughs> I wish I would take that, man. <laughs> At least that I can I can get rid of real easy. <laughs> but you know what? I'm not dying my hair. I'm gonna rock the hell out of this out of the salt and pepper. Throw a little cumin in there, we'll be good to go. Paprika. Paprika, salt, pepper, cumin. All right. Uh, so things start off real awkward between uh, Ted and, and, and Robin. I and, mean, uh, Ted, so awkward. Yeah. Ted decides he's going to call Barney to come on over because, you know, like I said, things are getting real awkward. And but he, he calls Barney and he starts talking. It seems like Barney's like listening to him and going to come on over. But he, fi- he realizes he's just hitting on a woman and he, he's hitting. using the call as essentially part of a play that he's doing. And, you know, of course, it's Barney. What do you expect? So he's not coming over. Ted's out of luck. Uh, but we don't get to see what happens yet. We flash to Thanksgiving Day. Lily is putting everything together. Barney is just kind of hanging out. Marshall is uh, making the handprint turkeys, which is like one of the more iconic, like still images from this show. Uh, yep. It's him with with the with. I've used it many times for for various things, just because it's it's a great shot of Marshall. You know, he's super happy. He's holding the you know the chain of of turkeys. I mean, it's a great fucking image. Yeah, especially for Thanksgiving. Yeah, uh, and then Robin shows up, uh, and we learn some info, John. She goes uh, into the kitchen to talk to Lily while Ted talks to Marshall, both of them telling similar stories with some, you know, a few differences. Yep. And and that story is the story of what happened the night before <laughs> on pie night, as I like to call it. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> the pie got stuffed. That's all I can say. Yeah, it definitely did. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, everything was real awkward between them, like I said before, Um Ted wanted to leave, but he didn't want to just stick her with the work. So he was trying to be the nice guy and stick around. But apparently she actually wanted Ted to, Ted to leave and he just wouldn't, couldn't take the hint, uh, which it, I feel like is a very Ted thing to do. Oh, total Ted. He thing. really Tedded it up there. Ah. You know what I mean? Uh, we learned that uh, he made things even more awkward by bringing up uh, that during the previous Thanksgiving, which is one that we did not get to see. Uh, he and Robin actually had sex seven times. He seven. thought that would be a, a nice icebreaker. I mean, it was probably a nice icebreaker that Thanksgiving. <laughs> probably was. Probably made dinner a hell of a lot better. Oh, yeah. Uh, so then uh, it becomes revealed that Robin uh, is making a pecan pie for Bob, but she lies about it at first. You know, she's like, yep. it's my favorite. And Ted's like, no, it's you're allergic. What are you talking about? You're allergic. Yeah, she's like, I, I love to smell it. And it's like, I get why she's hesitant to say the reason, but like, she really think that Ted was going to believe that? Like, come on. I don't know where her head was in this one, because like, I'm like, that's a stupid thing to fucking lie about anyway. Yeah. Like, yeah. you made a pie for somebody who was coming to dinner, who <laughs> Ted already knew was coming to dinner. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is and- the problem? And are you telling? Are you going to tell me that Marshall wouldn't be down with eating a, a pecan pie? Come on. Well, I was going to say, like, I mean, usually when people bring pies to dinner, like it's usually <clears throat> traditional that 
There's pumpkin, apple, pecan, pecan. are the and three then, big ones that usually yeah. get brought. And then you know, some people just make like a weird random one or whatever. Oh yeah, but yeah. It's typically those three. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and again, I feel like Marshall would eat any of them. I feel you like you're I mean? not wrong. So I don't know, but uh, like I said, she she lies about the whole you know pie for Bob thing. Ted gets real weird about it. And uh, he continues on this runner of making old jokes about him. Yeah, like, uh, he really rides the old train. He, like, like I like to make jokes and, like, drive them into the ground. But, yeah. like, I stop at a certain point, and Ted's just, like, really, he's okay. going. So here's my question then to you, John. What okay. is, is is your favorite uh, old person joke that he makes? Because he makes, like, uh, quite a I few. I think one of... I think my favorite one out of all of the insults has to be, um, we wonder what it was like to be at the first Thanksgiving, but he was actually there. Like, that is such a good one. It's it's either that or I think there was a comment about him making fire. Yes. Yeah, 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 yes. Yeah, he says, I can't remember what the counterpart to that is. He's like, we have to do something, but he made fire fire and i was yeah (laughs) like for some for some reason i always go back to crypt keeper the crypt keeper's dad i don't know why dad one is a really good one um but at the same time while we're while we're talking about that there we could parallel that to our bob because of why we called him bob yeah and it's just fucking hilarious (laughs) so much hilarity ensuing there uh, all right, so they they begin to have like a kind of like a, a blowout argument about all of this, uh, including uh, she mentions Ted getting a butterfly tattoo, which yeah. I, I love that uh, that that it gets brought up because it's like it's keeping the audience fresh on that idea that this is a thing that happened to Ted, reminding yeah, them, oh yeah, the the cell no. thing yet, no, so like. They want the audience to remember, oh, yeah, Ted still has a butterfly tattoo right now. And that's going to, yes, eventually lead to some major, major stuff later on. Major! Major stuff. (laughs) Major stuff, yep. (laughs) (laughs) See, this is why I don't think they could, you know, like logically do it every time because... No, you're 100% correct. We're just talking here and it's already come up a couple times. So, it has. Yeah. Uh, so during this argument, they they end up in the living room and things are getting heated and then they start making out and then they do it. Nothing good ever happens in her living room next to that fucking couch. <laughs> Dude, it's so true. Oh, man. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, and so, because like I said, they're telling the story you, to, to the rest of the game. Do you think when she bought that couch, do you think she walked into the furniture uh, department and was like, what couch is going to get me the most dick? <laughs> and the guy was like, I got the perfect I couch mean, for this. I mean, it's Robin. You never Robin's know. Like, Robin's like, I got like seven dogs, but I need to get dick. Which couch? And the guy's like, I got the perfect one for you. I got you. <laughs> and they boned right there on that couch. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta break it in somehow. <laughs> oh, they take broke it, for, it in. <laughs> take it for a test run. You know. 
Uh, so the, the rest of the gang are really, well, I should say, other than Barney, are really disapproving of what happened here. Yeah, Barney's like... <laughs> Relapse five. five. Yeah. He's like, so, so are you high five? Then it's awkward for a little bit. Then you high five again. again. <laughs> I think that's, he comes up with some real clever ones. That's one of the, I think, the, the, the cleverest, I think. Oh, by far. Yeah. <laughs> by far. Yeah. Uh, so Ted thinks that they need to just ignore what happened between them, while Robin thinks they need to talk about it. And so they confront each other. Ted tries tries to ignore it. She tries to talk about it. They start blaming one another for instigating the whole thing in the first place. Uh, Ted yeah, winds but up. I like, the, I like the way Ted brings it up about leaning into it. And oh, yeah. She's like, what are you talking about? It's like, you know, like in Little League, when a kid <laughs> leans into the pitch because they know that. And she's like, you were that kid, weren't you? And he's like, my on-base rate. <laughs> my on-base percentage was incredible. <laughs> oh, uh, but uh, he ends up uh, knocking over uh, one of the dishes that have has food on it. I don't know if it was like deviled eggs or what it was. Oh, it was the mushrooms. That's what. It was. Oh, yeah, yeah, because he had just brought it over. And uh, Lily loses it here and forces them into the bedroom to figure things out. Like she, you can tell she is on the edge. I mean, she has she, every right to be. She's put a lot of work into oh, yeah. Thanksgiving. Absolutely, man. She's been busting her ass while everybody else is just dicking around. Uh, so then Marshall opens up the countdown and begins to kind of torment Barney. Uh, and it, it it really is getting to him. He, Barney really finally starts to break down. Oh, yeah, dude, the face twitch. Yeah. And uh, like he gets real upset and he almost leaves uh, until Lily, she has hit her last straw. And she's like, because Marshall's like, it's Slapsgiving. She's like, no, it is Thanksgiving. There will be no slaps today. Well, like she, she 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 drops the hammer on it. So I was going to ask you this. So Barney brings up a really good point during this moment. And it made me question something in my own head. And I want your opinion on this. So Marshall's like, where are you going? And Barney's like, I'm going to leave. And he's like, you can't leave. And he's like, there is nothing in the rules that says I can't leave. You yeah. know, and he's right. So knowing that Marshall was going to fucking slap him, why did he show up at all? Right. I mean, he was trying to act like it didn't bother him. And I think that's a big part of it. I mean, probably. Plus, and I, mean, I also I think he he knew that if he didn't show up, it would hurt Lily. I mean, that is true. And I yeah. understand that. But at the same time, I'm, I know that if he would have <laughs> been like Lily, I don't want to get smacked. Lily yeah. probably would have understood. Yeah, probably. And I mean, she he could have spoke to her, and she could have made a, a decision as the commissioner. You know, it, any, yeah, any I feel like he happen. really doesn't try to pry on her being the commissioner enough. Because there's a few times where I'm like, I feel like if he'd just been like, I need a ruling on the field, or like, can I get a contingency plan or something? Like, things yeah. could have been different. Yeah, no, I I absolutely agree with that. Uh, he should should have absolutely tried harder when it came to that. Um, so now Marshall feels defeated. Barney feels victorious. He's oh, real, yeah. He's real, like, egotistical he's about, about it. 
he's real penisy about it. <laughs> and and then good old Bob walks in with a <laughs> container full of jello shots. Jello we, shots. We gonna get silly, bitches. <laughs> Listen, it's one of the, old, one of the old best Bob makes me laugh so much. Dude, I gotta say this, man. I would probably much rather hang out with old Bob than than forty one year old Bob. Fucking right. Like I, old I, Bob things, fucking cracks me up. A couple of the things he says, like I think it was a little bit earlier when he made the comment about like his parents were like, on his case. He's yeah, like, oh, yeah, I'd yeah. been I'd uh, I'd have been here earlier, but like my parents were like my parents called me and they were writing my case. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> dude's fucking hilarious. Snowboarding's a legitimate career. <laughs> For some. <laughs> <laughs> oh, old Bob. He he's a he cracks me. He's one of my favorite uh Robin boyfriends, man. <laughs> Not really? Bob. Old Bob old specifically Bob. has to be old Bob because you know who one of my favorite uh I'll call them I'll call them the quick uh rotation boyfriends <clears throat> Scooby. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I like Scooby. I like the actor too, so that's that's a big part of it. I mean, the actor is what makes that role. Like, I yeah. feel like a couple of these boyfriends, had they been other actors, might not have went as well. But, like, they yeah. did a really good job with casting a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah, Scooby was great. <laughs> I'm excited for that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so, Ted and Robin try, you know, they're in the, they're in the bedroom, and they're trying to figure out, you know, all, all of the stuff. Uh, and they decide that they they're really not friends anymore. You know, they've been pretending for so long, you know, since the breakup, it's that it, now they just need to be honest with themselves. And they decide that after today, they're done. They're just not going to hang out with one another. I, I don't know. Obviously, as we see, you know, as the episode comes to a close, eventually uh, that's not what happens, but it makes me curious as to how that would have worked with the rest of the group. It probably wouldn't have. The group probably would have went back to. I guarantee you, Lily and Marsha would have tried to have hung out with Robin when they could, but it would have been <clears throat> a stressful situation because Ted's always there. Yeah, Barney probably would have just hung out with Ted and Marshall. He probably yeah. wouldn't have even tried to hung out with Robin at all. She was still yeah. too new to the group at the time. He didn't it's care. True. He didn't have feelings yeah. for her at this point. Yeah. I don't, well, I think he was getting there. Oh, uh, maybe. That- I think they were getting there, um, but it, it, it definitely wasn't realized yet. I don't think, but yeah, I I, I, th- I think I agree with you. Uh, but there was something interesting that I noticed here uh, throughout the whole um, like this whole scene, not just them in the bedroom, obviously. Uh, Ted is wearing a blue shirt. Robin is wearing a red shirt. What do blue and red make, John? Purple. Now I don't know if that's a long stretch down a short pier. It might be. Maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe it was on purpose. I don't oh, know. A long walk to a cold drink, Batman. <laughs> but I mean, it was a pretty bad situation. The red and the in, in, in the blue. I don't know, man. I think it. I think if I was gonna put, you know, stuff, you know, scenes together for the for for the purple theory. For the yellow and purple theory, I would include that personally. Fair. Yeah. I don't know. I, if I was going to have to point random things <laughs> out, I would have to point out that there is a Dundee behind you, and I just noticed it. 
Yes, sir. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching this and you look up uh, behind Josh, you'll see the Pillsbury Doughboy, which was his dad's. And you, uh, right next to the there. Pillsbury Doughboy is a little Dundee. Yep. It was a Christmas gift from Faith. That is amazing. Yeah. So uh, displayed right there for everyone to see. <laughs> Man, too bad you weren't using your office mug that I bought you. It's true. That is uh, unfortunately packed away with all of my mugs. I mean, no, that's understandable. Yeah. That's why uh, I just right. the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Snapple. Making last call enjoyable for one day. I mean, you can't go wrong with the classic fruit punch or the fire, for that matter. Yeah. Now, fire. However, Ele- though. Snapple Elements Fire is officially back. Everybody, if you are able to, run out and get it right now. However, though, I would just like to point out the uh, difference in mine is not zoomed in right now. <laughs> That's right. If we take a look at the numbers, where where's the number on mine? I don't even freaking know. I'm drinking a half-gallon fruit punch over uh, here. I don't know. I got a nice 16-ounce bottle, wherever the number is. And we got a 64 over there. <laughs> it's like four years. It's true. It's true, John. Look at you doing math. I love it. Quick. I love to see it. <laughs> Fuck you, right. educated people now. Yeah. <laughs> Again, at last call, H-I-M-Y-M, tell <laughs> Lead Shot no just how dumb he really is. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't be dicks. <laughs> Hurt All my right. feelings. Roast me. I got no <laughs> nothing left. Uh, so they all sit down for an awkward, uh, really awkwardly quiet dinner. Yeah, dude. It's so, like, we've yeah. had dinners like that with our friends before. Yeah. And it's just, it is so hard. Yeah. Uh, Barney decides to interject, though. Uh, he starts mocking Marshall a bit about the slap. Yeah. Uh, then, which it's like, come on, dude. Uh, then, again, real penisy. Real penisy. <laughs> then Marshall decides he's going to stand up. He's going to give a, like a little toast to, to Lily and how, you know, all the amazing work that she did to put together this dinner and everything. Even though say she's, like, you. so over it at this point. She is, man. She don't care. Uh, then Bob talks a bit about uh, his family Thanksgivings and how they were always a major buzzkill. Major, major buzzkill? Buzz Out of nowhere, Ted and Robin do that. And, it, and right there in that moment, you see that their friendship, it's not its not done yet. You know, oh, no. there's, there's, still a, there's still hope. You know, uh, to quote uh, Dumb and Dumber, so you're saying there's a chance. Never tell me the odds, kid. <laughs> nope, you don't want to, and I'm not gonna. Uh, so it, all of this happening turns the dinner into a great time. You know, they, they realize they can still be friends. There's still, there's still a chance for that. And it turns yep. everything around. Um Barney then mocks Marshall uh, again as the timer is counting down. Uh, it's like it's, a thirty seconds. Yeah, I see. I think it's even. I think. I think. Yeah, maybe that's when he started. But it's when it gets down to ten is when it yeah, really it heats up. The ten, like the countdown. Yeah. And and Lily tells him multiple times to just stop, and he oh, won't. Yeah. And so right as the, uh, the 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 countdown timer is is approaching zero, she tells Marshall. You can go ahead and slap him. And as that timer hits zero, he gets up and just slaps Barney across the face. Now, uh, so I've got a comment about this, though. Okay, so is, do I. As good as a slap as it is, 
it's such a weak slap, though. Like, he has to, like, reach way out there, and he barely catches him with it. It's, like, one of the bitchiest bitch slaps he ever hits him with. See, but it's such a great. I di- see. I disagree because I think it's one of the best slaps personally, and it, it is for a couple of reasons. One, well, I always love the table. Marshall, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll go to that. Was going to be my two. One, the table. He, he falls the way that Neil falls through that table is brilliant. Oh, he it's is fucking a, hilarious. He is comedic timing on that is so good. Two. Marshall breaks a rule here. Does he? And slaps Barney with his ring hand. Oh, yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah, he because he's got his wedding ring on his left hand. And he just slaps him right in the face with his left hand with the ring. And that Ooh. was a specific rule about, about Dude, slap. Dude, you should tweet that at freaking... Uh, you should tweet it at Carter, Neil, and... Um, and Craig? No, 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 no. Marshall. Oh, oh, Jason Siegel. Jason. Yeah. I just I couldn't remember his name for a second. I, yeah. I blanked legit. Um yeah. and be like, you know, I noticed in this episode that, <laughs> you know, he hits him with his ring hand. Because I'm pretty sure it's the only time he ever hits him left handed. Probably yeah, maybe. I'd have to I'd like I said though, check, it was a weird guess. slap for him because he's like reaching over the table and yeah. But then I love I love the including of the song. Because like song, goes into the song, song is like the cherry on top for me. But the one thing that kills me <laughs> is, is I don't know if you've ever noticed this. The TV version of the song, Neil accompanies Marshall because mm-hmm. he's like, oh, 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 yeah. But if you listen to the actual CD version that they released, and it's like an actual downloaded version, yeah. Neil's not in it, and yeah. that kills me because I think that those little moments added in there make that song so much better. I agree, because um, like I can hear the, the the I guess what I'll call the official version, which is the CD version, right? Yeah, because like that's the that's the release version. Um, and when I when I watch the episode, I'm like, this is definitely better. Yeah, like it, the way it, the tempo that he sings it at, the inclusion of Neil, I think it makes it so much better. And I don't know why they chose to change it but i don't, I don't know. know yeah so there's apparently there's also a music video for it and i don't know if that's um if if it lines up with the with the episode or if it lines up with the recording or not i'll have to go huh. back and, and check that out but i know that there's a music video for it uh, out there somewhere um all right so uh after the slap like we've talked about you know he goes over to the piano sings the song that he wrote and then at the end of the episode, they're all cleaning up, and Ted and Robin continue to do their inside joke, showing that things are really starting to get back to normal for them. So. Yeah, but I love how they say it, and the rest of the group makes the joke. Yeah. Yeah, because like before, it was just two of them doing it. But now yeah. everybody seems to be doing it. So, and, and then they're complaining about it. It's like, well, then just don't do it, guys. Come on. Right? What are you doing? So uh, that was season three, episode nine, Slaps Giving. Yeah, John, what uh, any final thoughts about the episode? I mean, I've always been a big fan of Slaps Giving. And this episode, by far, one of my favorite episodes. It is top five for me. Um, And it's mainly because, again, I love the 
the camaraderie. I love Ted making fun of old Bob. I love <laughs> the slap. I love the song. Yeah. I love Neil falling through the table. Um, <laughs> we's going to get silly, bitches. We's going to get silly, bitches. <laughs> I just, old it's, Bob. it's so great. So great. Like, you can't. Uh, it is. Yeah, I, 100%. Um, and it's 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 not just a great episode. It's a great Thanksgiving episode. You know what I mean? It is. I um, mean, out of all the Thanksgiving episodes for any shows I've ever seen, Hi, I think How I Met Your Mother usually does them the best because yeah. you know it is more like a real group of friends hanging out. Like, don't get me wrong, New Girls definitely top up there with uh, Thanksgiving episodes as well because it's very friend oriented. Yeah, but like. Like, How I Met Your Mother hits it better because, like, usually, at least with this one, and then there's Revenge of the Slap, yeah. or is it Slap's Giving 2? Slap's Giving 2, Revenge of the Slap, yeah. Okay, re- okay, so I was right. So then, you know, with that one, it's, you know, like, Lily's dad comes back into the picture, Ted and Robin, again, are fighting during the episode, and they're trying to yeah. figure out, you know, who's going to slap Barney, yeah. uh, because, you know, Marshall B gives it to them, yeah. um, and it's like... It, it's just it it really shows the dynamic of human uh mm-hmm. interaction where like all these you know where I'm trying to go with this like it's yeah. just it's there and that's what mm-hmm. I love about Thanksgiving because obviously I came from a very dysfunctional family where that was Thanksgiving <laughs> it was always the fighting and the the stupid shit yeah and then we get the there's the blitz giving one too and oh, you get a lot then, of that fighting yeah. and stuff too in there. Now, see, I love that one for so many different reasons. Yeah, I'm excited to talk about that The whole Blitz side of it, I love that, you know, oh, my God. Barney gets his his comeuppance. I'm the Bueller. I'm the Bueller. And you want to know something that I find funny? So you've got Slapsgiving, which is obviously Thanksgiving. You've got Slapsgiving, which, which is, again, Thanksgiving. Slapsgiving three is not Thanksgiving. It's not set during Thanksgiving. It's it has nothing to do with Thanksgiving. No, because it's set during the wedding. It takes place in season nine. Oh shit! You're right. Yeah. yeah, it's called Slapsgiving three, but it huh. has nothing to do with Thanksgiving. I don't I think I ever thought about that. Yeah, I I I, I figured it. Like I it, it, I realized it dawned on me when I was doing that article that I did. Guys, if you haven't checked it out, you can find it. On Collider, just search my name, Josh Rayner. Uh, you can find the uh, all of the Thanksgiving and Christmas episodes of How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> but no, yeah, uh, when I was doing that one, I was I was looking it up, and I was like, I assumed that it was just whatever. I just assumed maybe it was just like set during that time, not thinking about the fact that it was set during the last season. Um, but yeah, huh. it has nothing to do with Thanksgiving. Now that's the one with the slap of a thousand suns, right? <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I don't think I ever thought about that. Yeah. It's kinda kinda blows your mind, right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, folks. So now that we've talked about the episode, you know exactly what time it is. I think it's probably your favorite time. It's time for Barney's blog. Suit up, bitches. Yes. It is time to suit up. Okay, so as I said in the last two episodes, uh there's a stretch that don't have blog entries for it. So there are now, including this one, there are three remaining uh, episodes that do not have blog uh, entries until we get to one that does. And I have a, a stretch of 
of blog entries that are kind of connected to one another. There are three that I found that connect to one another. And my original plan, because I have like a whole uh, Word document about these. Um, my original plan was to just combine them in one episode and just do it. But um, I looked through it. And I was like, ah, this would be kind of long, I think. A bit too long. All, so, all three of them together? I, that's how I was. Well, that's how I was, yeah. was going to do it. Um, but since I we have three back-to-back episodes that don't have blog entries, I figured I'll just do one in each and it would be like a three-part Barney's blog kind of thing going on. So we're going to start with what I'm calling part one. Uh, and this one is titled Road to My Pants. <laughs> All right. And this was from Tuesday, March 29th of 2006 at 9.43 p.m. That's such All a right. random time. <laughs> yeah. He probably came home and he was, you know, at home at, you know, at night and just kind of decided to write a blog. Probably. Uh, yeah. So uh, it says, unsurprisingly and not upsettingly, March hotness has uh, was pushed back. And when I realized the venue, my pants had been double booked with an airline stewardess convention. Needless to say, my pants honored its prior commitment to hosting these uh, 46 high professional ladies and hopes that they will consider convening in my pants again, should the need ever arise. Uh, March hotness resumed with a vengeful 12 to 30 minutes later in an upset victory. Uh, we have a bracket here, actually. Hold on. I want to put that up on the screen. Uh, Ooh, so for you have a visual? You, yes. So here we have we have his bracket. His uh, He called the NHCA Women's Hotness Championship. And uh, so we're going to kind of go through uh, what he has to say here. He says, in an upset victory, distant but hot cousin trounced freshly 18-year-old girl with her uh, been-around-the-block attitude and clever snark about various distant aunts and uncles. Um, as you can see up in the, you know, if you're, if you're watching, you can see the bracket. Um, up in the top left corner, it's the uh, Taboo Chicks uh, quadrant. And distant but hot cousin beat out freshly 18 to make it into uh, the next slot while taller than you uh, took on mute chick uh, to take uh, and and won that one. Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So he goes on to say taller than you chick defeated mute chick in a blowout as her inability to talk dirty ruined all role-playing scenarios except silent film, which is fun, but gets old. Uh, so then we uh, we're gonna go down and talk about uh, the bottom left, the easy chicks quadrant. We've got uh, funny chick versus grieving widow, and uh, island native versus librarian. All right, so he goes on to say, uh, in addition to not being that hot, funny chick was surprisingly prudish. You'd think she would have tried harder. But she seeded an easy and self-deprecating victory to Grieving Widow, who really did seem to just want to feel alive again. So Grieving Widow moves on for that one. (laughs) And then the librarian won a default victory to the island native, who turned out to be... understand the native? No, who turned out to be from Queens. Ah. (laughs) 
<laughs> Fair. Yes. Okay, that took a turn. I didn't. I did not see that one coming. Yeah. So then we move up over to the top right, the obvious chicks quadrant, where we've got cheerleader versus Lebanese girl, which, which I think is funny. Feels about his Lebanese because that hadn't come up yet, right? I don't think they. Uh, I don't think he he'd asked about that yet, right? Or no, what, or did he? I'm trying to remember. No, I don't know. No, but because uh, that he has because that does come up eventually. It comes um, up a few times. Yeah. Uh, and then porn star versus mm-hmm. alien chick. Yeah. Now, All right. is the alien chick like different? Uh, I'm, I'm assuming. Like, I'm assume. I assumed from different uh, planet, but we'll find out uh, what he says here. Uh, uh, oh, if he if he specifies, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so it says against my better judgment, I had to award the match to cheerleader over first seated Lebanese girl. Uh, although I still hold that Lebanese cheerleader would be a force to reckon to be reckoned with maybe next year. And then porn star made a strong showing early in the match, successfully not ordering any pizza and yet gamely enjoying a hot slice anyway, but her hotness level plummeted when alien chick sucked her tiny brain out of her ear. Bad move oh. porn star. <laughs> so yeah, definitely talking about, uh, like legit actual- aliens. An actual alien there in that, okay. uh, in that situation. Okay. All right, and then we're going to move down to the to the bottom right, the cliche chicks quadrant. Ooh, can I read the four? Sure. We have Catholic schoolgirls up against farmers' daughters, and we have high school lacrosse uh, high school lacrosse champions taking on convicts. That's right. Now this is going to be an interesting Whoa, come one on. here. This That's- is going to hold on. Hold on, we'll, you'll you'll hear. <laughs> uh, so it says Catholic schoolgirl couldn't keep up with Farmer's daughter, who had many, who had many of the same repressed but wild inside qualities, but with but was both stronger and more cardiovascularly fit. And then finally, in the most hotly anticipated round of this year, high school lacrosse champion and recently released female convict found themselves well matched extremely well-matched as each fell victim to the other's bi-curious charms. They're on a cruise right now, somewhere, exploring these new and confusing emotions, and (laughs) one can only hope getting it all on camera. (laughs) Fortunately for the fans, airline stewardess was more than ready to step in and fill the vacant cliche chick slot. Trust me, she's more than up to the challenge. And then uh, it says semi-final chick matchups. Help me fill in the bracket by voting for your hotter chicks in these uh, matchups. And so we've got uh, cheerleader versus alien chick, farmer's daughter versus airline stewardess, distant but hot cousin versus taller than you chick, and uh, grieving widow versus librarian. So now Uh, do the next two, do they follow with this one? No. Because it's, I mean, at least as far I don't believe they do. Um, let me verify. Uh, it actually tells you who won the whole thing. The next one tells oh, okay. you who won the whole thing. Um, so, but yeah, so for, for right now, those are are the the top eight finalists. And next week we will find out who actually wins the whole thing. Uh, so yeah, come back for that. 
I hope you guys are excited to uh, <laughs> to find out which hot chick took the uh, the championship uh, in Barney's Hell little bracket yeah. there. So it's a uh, interesting I say, thing. That is a amazing fucking farmer's daughters, man. Let me tell you, country girls will do a lot of shit. City girls won't. Yeah, and the thing is that. When this blog was originally posted, you could vote on it. No. Yeah. That was the whole thing. Yeah, that was the whole thing is you could vote uh, on it. And and so what we get in the following one is kind of where it comes down to. Oh, dude, that's awesome. I kind of wish I would have been more involved with the show back then because I didn't start watching it until like, I didn't start watching How I Met Your Mother until like like, Mm mid-series. Yeah, I mean, I watched it from the beginning, but I didn't know anything about the blog, like the actual yeah. like website blog. I, didn't, I had no idea that that was a thing um, outside of the show. But, but uh, so yeah, that was uh, season three, episode nine, slaps giving. Uh, John, do you have any final thoughts before we uh, before we head out? Always wash your balls. I think that's a good uh, a good message to remember. Uh, so with that, John, let everybody know where they can find you. Listen, if you want to find me, it's pretty simple. Hop on over to Twitter. Look up Simply Sane J1. Uh, it's right here under me. Uh, it corresponds to my podcast, my blog. Uh, there's a lot of lot to know about me out there. If you want to find me, you can also <laughs> hop on over on Facebook. Look up J. John Made. Not a hard person to find. Uh, it's this guy over here who needs to get himself a little link tree. Oh, I got one. Together. Oh, Josh has got a link tree. You should just yeah. post your link tree. There's a link tree uh, in the bio of both the uh, the last call one. So there's like a last call link tree. And then Ooh. I have my own link tree in my uh, Twitter bio as well. So. Listen, this dude right here, if you're because right now, if you're watching this on YouTube, that means you're already on the Merc with the movie blog page. Yes. Go back through. Check out some of his old videos. This guy, he does freaking trailer reviews. He's got stuff about Star Wars. He's got DC fandom stuff. He's got it all. If you need somebody to do a review for you or you want to see him write a review, this is the man to go to. He's the guy. Well, I appreciate that, man. Uh, and, yeah, I'll be doing more uh, coming up soon, so keep an eye out on that. Uh, you know, like like the video, subscribe to the channel, smash that subscribe button, as I always say, and click that little bell. But you can find me on Twitter at MovieBlogMerk. Be sure to hit me up there. Uh, I'm pretty active on that Twitter page. I don't really do anything on my JP Rainer one anymore. That's why I kind of, no, you really don't. I really don't. Um, but I'm really, I'm on the movie blog Merc one every day. So every day, um, every day, uh, son, every day. Uh, I've also got, uh, uh, an Instagram as well. If you want to check that out, feel free. Um, but like, uh, like, uh, John had said, you know, uh, be sure to, uh, you know, check us out right here on the video if, uh, if you're more of a listener, you know, we've got plenty of options for that. You can go over to Anchor, anchor.fm slash last call, H-I-M-Y-M, and uh, you can hit us up there. Uh, leave us a voice message if you are if you want to hear your voice. You know, if you want to listen to your own voice, if you don't want to do your own podcast, but you still want to hear your own voice, you can uh, just send us a message. We'll play it on air. If, sure. uh, if you just want to, you know, say something cool, you can go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. And we'll read that out on air. Or if you just want to be awesome, hit us up on Twitter at last call H I M Y M. And Hey, I might very well read that on air too. If it's, if it's a good message, 
I'm down for that. I've done it before. And uh, again, be sure to play the game. All right. That's right. Young Bob. Young Bob. Was in a previous episode of How I Met Your Mother as a Policeman. What episode was it? Be sure to let us know on Twitter at Last Call H I M Y M. We also have Instagram. Check that out. Uh, I got to start posting more over there. I'm definitely slacking on the Instagram. But uh, I think that's all I've got for him, John. What do you got for him? Listen, you don't have to go home, but you can't listen here. Catch you next time.